Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Culips English Podcast. Today, we have a simplified speech episode prepared for you. Now, Simplified Speech is the QLIP series that features clear, natural, and easy-to-understand English conversations about interesting topics. And today, I'm joined by my co-host, Cassie. Hello there, Cassie. Hey, Andrew, and hey, listeners. Today, we're going to talk about something pretty interesting. The topic for today's episode is fake meat and meat alternatives. But Before we start our conversation, we should let everyone know about the study guide so they can follow along as they listen today. Yes, that's right. So the study guide for this episode, everyone, includes a transcript, detailed vocabulary explanations and examples, a quiz, and more. And you can download it in a PDF file to print it off, or you can view it on your computer or smartphone or tablet in our mobile-friendly version. So to access the study guide for this episode, you just need to visit our website, which is culips.com, C-U-L-I-P-S.com, and sign up to become a Culips member. We also want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners named Nicole, who is from Portugal. Yeah, Nicole left us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and in her review, she wrote, Hi guys, I'm from Portugal, and I'd like to say that I'm very grateful for all these episodes, which have been so important for my knowledge. A year ago, I couldn't keep a conversation for more than five minutes, but now I'm able to do it for hours. Of course, I still have a lot to improve, but your hard work on this platform has done special things in my life for sure. I'm a super big fan. Thanks one more time. Wow, Nicole, what an awesome review. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Nicole. That is amazing to hear. I love to hear success stories like this from people who have improved their English with Culips and Cassie, wouldn't you agree that that's a pretty big improvement going from being able to have a conversation for five minutes to hours? That's a huge leap. It's phenomenal. So keep up the good work, Nicole. Now, listeners, leaving a positive review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or really whatever platform you use to listen to Culips helps more English learners just like Nicole from around the world find Culips and study with us. So even if you leave just a short review, we would really appreciate it. And now, Cassie, that we finished with all of the official business at the start of the show, we can start our conversation in earnest. And today we are talking about fake meat and meat alternatives which is a really fascinating topic, but slightly controversial, I'd say. Cassie, would you agree that it's slightly controversial? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have strong opinions about eating fake meat or not. <laughs> And even 
the term fake meat is a little bit controversial because depending on what side of the argument you're on, some people could say that fake meat is a little bit pejorative or offensive, and maybe we could explain why that is. So I think for meat eaters, people who consume meat as a regular part of their diet. Maybe they don't think that the expression "fake meat" is offensive or derogatory in any way, but I think for some people who have a plant-based diet, like vegans or vegetarians that perhaps regularly consume fake meat products, they might not like this term. And so there are so many other ways to refer to. "Quote unquote fake meat," such as meat analog, or maybe vegetarian meat, or vegan meat, or even plant-based meat. So I think when our listeners watch the news, or they're online and reading in English, or speaking to English-speaking people, there are so many different ways that we can call this kind of food product. But really, we are just talking about. An alternative to meat that tastes and looks and has a similar texture to meat, right? That's what we mean by fake meat. Yeah, that's right. And fake meat can be made using a variety of different ingredients, right? It could be fake meat well, that's bean-based, or fake meat that's soy-based, or、uh, Andrew. What are some other ways that you can make fake meat? Yeah, well, I'm not an expert, but I think. Most of the fake meat products are made, like you said, Cassie, maybe with beans or with soy or with pea protein or corn or something like that. It's just some kind of plant product that is made to resemble the texture, the flavor, the feeling of eating meat that is not meat. And the reason I wanted to talk about this topic today, Cassie, is because recently I've been seeing the popularity of fake meat products explode, and many fast food restaurants now have options on their menu for hamburgers that are made with fake meat. And if I go into the grocery store as well, I can see a huge portion of the grocery store. Where they are selling meat alternatives, so、um, even things like chicken fingers. You know, there are veggie fingers that are kind of replacements for chicken fingers that are made with a fake meat product. And I, I even went to a Chinese restaurant. At the Chinese restaurant, they had、uh, instead of sweet and sour pork, they had a kind of sweet and sour. Fake pork, so it was a meat alternative, sweet and sour pork. Yeah, and there were also dumplings that, instead of being meat based, they were fake meat based dumplings at this Chinese restaurant. And I tried them. Actually, they were pretty good. I was surprised. They tasted almost the same.、Uh, I probably actually wouldn't have noticed a difference if I was unaware that they were. Uh, a fake meat product. So I was I was surprised by that. But Cassie, has that been your experience too? Have you started to notice different fake meat products available in the supermarket or at restaurants these days? Where I live in 
or I guess both of us live in Korea, I've noticed Burger King selling like a Beyond Meat, fake meat kind of burger. I haven't noticed too much in the grocery stores, but in the U.S. over the summer, when I visited, I noticed that most restaurants have at least one or two menu items that incorporate some kind of fake meat, whether it be a burger or something you can put on your salad. And a lot of restaurants these days are actually, you know, completely meat-free, but create dishes that traditionally would have meat in them, like nachos, but with beyond meat, or lasagna, but with fake meat. You know, any kind of things that you might normally see meat in, it has this substitute. Yeah, that's a great word that you used right there, substitute, because uh, I noticed that word being used often when talking about dishes that have a fake meat alternative instead of regular animal-based meat, right? So uh, like you mentioned, you might have uh, a lasagna with a substitute meat alternative or fake meat instead of the real meat. Cassie, have you ever tried a fake meat product at all? Like, have you ever ordered a fake meat hamburger, for example? I have had a veggie burger, which was technically labeled a black bean burger, but uh, I think their goal is to make it, you know, taste as meaty, authentic as possible. Mm -hmm. And I can say that depending on the place you go to and what ingredients they use, it really affects the quality. So I've had some really delicious uh, veggie burgers or, you know, fake meat burgers, and I've had some really awful ones too. <laughs> yeah. When I lived in Canada, I used to make black bean burgers at home. I had a really great recipe and they tasted delicious. It was something that I liked to make in the summer. Uh, I would just cook these black bean burgers right at my home. Now that I live in South Korea, I don't have access to all of the ingredients that I would use to cook those. We do have black beans that are sold here in Korea, but they're not the exact same kind that I used back home. So I kind of had to give up on that recipe, but I love them. I thought they were really delicious, but it wasn't really trying to be a fake meat, right? I, it still tasted pretty beanie and it was almost like a different kind of sandwich than a regular hamburger. I did try one of the Beyond Meat hamburgers that is sold at a Canadian fast food restaurant called A&W. At least I think it's only in Canada. Do you have that franchise in the States, Cassie, A&W? You know, we might. It sounds kind of familiar, but I know I've never eaten that one. So okay, <laughs> I'm not a good person to ask. <laughs> A&W is a very famous fast food restaurant in Canada. They serve hamburgers and famously root beer and root beer floats. That's kind of their deal. I've heard of A&W root beer. Yes. <laughs> and the last time I was in Canada visiting, uh, they had just released a uh, an alternative meat burger made with a substance called Beyond Meat. And everybody was talking about this burger on TV and in the media, and my friends were talking about it. And it was actually right before I was leaving to go back to Korea. I was in the airport and I was waiting for my flight. And there was an A&W 
And I was hungry, so I thought, hey, why don't I try this and see what all the hype is about? Um, the Beyond Meat, I actually looked it up on the internet this morning, Cassie, and Beyond Meat is made from water, pea protein, canola oil, coconut oil, rice, and some other things that are just like 1% of the ingredients that are mostly like vegetables and minerals and stuff. So it seems like it's not too processed. You know, it seems like it's pretty plant-based. It's not like a whole bunch of weird um, manufactured soy or something like that. Um, but anyways, I tried this burger and I thought it tasted pretty good. I don't know if it was good enough for me to switch to it as like my main go-to hamburger, but I'm happy that they have it on the menu, at least. I think it's a nice alternative for vegetarians and maybe vegans or people that just don't want to consume meat. Uh, it was an interesting experience. Yeah, I'd love to try one of those Beyond Meat burgers too. Like I told you, I've had a kind of a veggie burger. It's almost the same thing, but not quite the same, right? Mm-hmm. It's weird, like, it seems like most of the fake meat products are orientated towards being substitutes for sandwiches or hamburgers or hot dogs or, like you said, lasagna. But I haven't really seen anybody eat, like, an alternative meat steak or rack of ribs or something. You know, it's like never a standalone food product. It's always something that goes in to a sandwich or a dish. Have you ever heard of like a, a fake meat steak, for example? I haven't. And I, I think the reason that is, is because even though you can mimic the flavor and you could make a, a pretty yummy dish when mixed with others, by itself, it, it doesn't have that, that texture or that feeling of actual meat at all. But when it's combined with something else, it can meld well with other ingredients to kind of <laughs> mimic that taste. Yes, I think that is exactly what's going on. I agree. Cassie, so what do you think about the future of fake meat? Would you ever see a time in the future where you incorporate it as a regular part of your diet? Hmm, good question. For me? I'm not sure. The only thing that I'm a little concerned about, you hear a lot of people say the reason they don't eat meat is because uh, for environmental reasons, right? Mm -hmm. Raising livestock takes a lot of energy and land. But I think you could almost put that on the flip side for fake meat products too. Uh, I've heard that making things with a lot of soybeans and processed oils, it takes a lot of land to do that. And it's also destroying parts of the uh, ecosystem and rainforests because they need to tear down areas to grow more crops. So I don't know how I feel about the taste either way, but I don't necessarily know if I agree that it's 100% times better than meat. I think both of them have um, significant pros and cons. 
Yeah, I agree with you on that front. There are some concerns about how it's produced and its impact on the environment. Obviously, we know that uh, raising meat is also extremely bad for the earth. So it kind of seems like a lose lose.、Mm-hmm. Either way, we're doing some damage to the earth. But、uh, I would love for fake meat to be like a viable option if scientists or The people who create these products, I guess we could call them food scientists, if they could develop something that would end animal suffering and end the environmental impact that farming has, then I would love that product to exist. I share your concerns about the environmental impact of fake meat and also maybe the health impacts.、Um, I, some of these products seem like they're okay, but then sometimes when I look at the ingredient lists, I see a lot of soy and I see a lot of processed products and words that I can't pronounce. And if it's a word that I can't pronounce, usually it, it means that it's not good for me. <laughs> There seems to be a connection between the healthiness of something and how easy it is to pronounce. I don't know if that's true or not, but. It seems that way. It could be. It could be. It could be. So, yeah, at this point, I don't see myself switching to an alternative meat diet anytime soon, but I'm optimistic for the future. We'll have to see.、Uh, I know that there are companies that are trying to make lab grown meat, which seems really creepy, but making organic meat in a laboratory. Just from animal cells, you know, and growing it, that could be maybe、uh, a way for us to end animal suffering, still eat high quality protein, and maybe eliminate starvation or food shortages around the world as well. Who knows? But I think there could be some interesting things on the horizon in like the next 25 or 30 years or so. We'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> Well, listeners, we would love to hear your opinion on this topic. I know people are very divided, aren't they, Cassie? A lot of people are either in, I'm a meat eater camp, they're on that side of the argument, or people are on the, I'm a vegetarian or I'm a vegan and I don't eat meat at all. And I like these fake meat, alternative meat products. And they're In that camp, on that side of the argument. Cassie, I'm sure though that there are a lot of listeners out there who are like us, who are kind of lukewarm and we're interested, but we're not for one or for the other either way. So, listeners, we would like to hear your opinion. Which side of this do you support? And have you ever tried an alternative meat or a fake meat product? We'd love to hear about your experience. You can contact us. Our email address is contact at qlips.com. If you enjoy listening to Qlips and find us fun to listen to and helpful for building your English skills, then we would really appreciate it if you could support us. There are several ways that you can do that. Such as telling your friends who are learning English to check us out, signing up and becoming a Qlips member on our website, 
tulips.com, following us on social media, and leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. We'll be back soon with another brand new Culips episode. Take care, everyone, and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Yeah.